Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to Sports Talk. I'm Charlie Long filling in for Steve Geller this evening alongside the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. And Bobby, before we get into all the Ali Cassell stock with the Pelicans, we're going to be taking them around 6.20 and the Matt McMahon show at 7 o'clock tonight. LSU basketball off to a great start. We had Mickey Loomis on the Saints Hour last night with Mike Haas, and I thought he had a really interesting comment about the 14th overall pick in the draft. I know this is three and a half months away and stuff like that, but if you look at where the Saints finish with a 9-8 and record, a winning record, the fact that they're as high as 14 is pretty interesting. It opens a lot of scenarios for them. I thought that Mickey had a pretty interesting comment on it last night. Well, well uh, Charlie, before we get there, uh, you say out of all the 9-8 and teams, didn't we get the, the best the of best. the lot? There are seven, and, and Mickey will talk about this in this little clip that we're about to play. There were seven teams that finished with a 9-8 and record. The Saints, the Colts, the Seahawks, the Jaguars, uh, the Bengals, the Packers, and the Bucks, and the Saints. And so we we fourteen. The Saints finished the oh. highest of all of them. They're at the fourteenth pick, which, as Mickey is about to karma. say, <laughs> opens a lot of maneuverable maneuverability for uh, the Saints in this upcoming draft. Cullen hit it. Yeah, I think it, I think it's actually a good. You know, we're nine and eight, and I think there were five or six teams that were nine and eight, and we get to pick first of all those nine and eight teams. So we could have been picking twentieth. Um, I'd much rather pick fourteenth. Than, than 20th uh, because, you know, you're going to have an opportunity. You know, it's a good spot to, hey, we can move up a few spots if we need to at not too expensive a cost, and we might be able to slide back. I know I never slide back, but we may be able to slide back <laughs> and pick something up. and still, still mathematically get, possible. <laughs> right. Uh, we, we can still get an equivalent player. Uh, uh, so I kind of like the spot. Um, and, look, I – from what I've seen so far, I think this is a, a pretty deep, pretty good good uh, draft class. So uh, we're going to get some, uh, not just one good player, we're going to get some good players in this deal. And, and you know, where and what position and all that r- remains to be seen. Um, but I know we're going to improve our team. Bobby, I think the GM just told you that they're not going to be picking at 14. No, they're not, they're not going to stay put. Uh, now, in theory, they could stay put, uh, depending, but they're going to be on the phone. They're going to be on the phone uh, trying to move up. You know, I always say you got to give up something to get something. Yes. I would not be surprised in the future. I probably love Alvin Kamara more than Marshawn Lattimore. I think Alvin Kamara is more a warrior than Lattimore. Okay, I, I think Lattimore is a warrior when he's playing. Uh, but when he is hurt, he's really hurt. Mm-hmm. And he's not fighting to come back. I think Alvin Kamara would fight to come back earlier than Lattimore. That's just my opinion. Now, Michael Thomas, he's gone. You're not getting nothing for him. Uh, oh, he, his contract's done, too. He, no, he his contract's done. No, no, he's a bad apple. 
Uh, he's listen. He might play somewhere else, uh, and all that. Uh, Jameis Winston's gone. Michael Thomas is gone. This goes. You you got to get you got to get rid of uh, those guys that might have an influence in the locker room. That's not necessarily positive going forward. And what you're trying to establish, I think Alvin Kamara. Uh, now that's an intriguing uh, player because I think uh, I'm not saying he's Christian McCaffrey, but he's right there. Okay, Carolina, uh, you might, their fans are saying, why did we get rid of Christian McCaffrey? He's kicking ass with the 49ers. But you got to give up something to get something. And what are you trying to b- build? And I'm not talking about even for next year. I'm talking about even for 2025. I always talked about a future quarterback. I would love to see Jane Daniels in a Saints uniform from LSU. Uh, I've been around those kind of quarterbacks. I commented on those guys, uh, and, and that being Michael Vick. I know the impact Michael Vick had with the Atlanta Falcons. So, uh, again, uh, now that, that's a different topic, truly how you're trying to win a championship or to be relevant. But when you look at uh, the situation, and with Lattimore, wouldn't you say that the last two seasons, Lattimore was de- dealing with injuries, and especially this season, we kind of solidified the depth at uh, cornerback? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I, think Alante, I think the Alante Taylor experiment in the slot didn't really work. No. So if you no. do move on from Lattimore, then you – I mean, Paulson Adebo, Loomis said this last night as well. He thought – I mean, and everyone knows, Adebo took a huge step this past year. Paulson Adebo, what he did like – now, the reason why he wasn't all-pro caliber and the Saints had no all-pro players, I think we had two players had a chance. And that'd be Rashid Shahid as a returner. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't win that, and Paulson Adebo. But Paulson Adebo didn't finish strong enough on the back end of the season to be all pro. You know, look at the Rams game. We all got exploited. You know who stepped up? And Deuce and I was talking about this. Man, he earned himself a lot of money. Now, you you don't want to show that Rams tape uh, with Isaac Yadam yeah. and what occurred there. But other than that, Isaac Yadam was unbelievable. So you got Alante Taylor. Now, Bradley Roby, we let him go. Then the Eagles picked him up and all that sort of nickel guy. But I'm telling you, with Marshawn Lattimore, when he's been hurt, I'm not saying he's milking nothing. All I know is when he's been hurt, he ain't fighting to come back. You know, you talk about high ankle sprain. It might be four to six weeks. Uh, with him, it's like eight weeks. It's way more than it needs to be. And uh, I'm not even going to talk about Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, let me tell you why he's a bad apple. And I think Michael Thomas is a tough, good football player. You know why he's a bad, bad apple? You're not playing. Why the hell are you commenting on Derek Twitter. Carr and social yeah. media and tweet? Why are you doing that? His Twitter rambles. Uh, that, that, not that's look. not good. That's no. not good for the team. No, it wasn't a good look. So that's why he got to go. So uh, the, the, James is gone. Michael Thomas is gone. But James don't even matter because he he's just a backup right now in his career where he's at. But Michael Thomas, he's gone. But Lattimore, there's some value there. You got to get something for a player like uh, Marshawn Lattimore and I think also Alvin Kamara if you go that route. You can't get something for them because teams will look at those two players. No, they can freaking play. I'm going to tell you, Marshawn Lattimore and uh, Alan Kamara can play for, uh, 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 for every team. Yeah. Now, what you can get in return to help maybe your stock to move up in the draft. Mike and I talked about it because when you're at 14, it's a lot easier. I mean, we just said seven teams weren't 9-8. and eight. The Saints had the highest pick of all of them at 14. It's a lot easier to move up. From 14 to, say, top 10 and maybe even, like, the 7 spot or the 5 spot or something like that. Now, I think if you're right. looking at it, you and I would both agree. The Bears, the Commanders, the Patriots, 
quarterback one, two, three. I mean, that's that's Caleb Williams, that's Drake May, that's Jaden Daniels, and whichever order it ends up going, quarterbacks are going to go one, two, three. But if you want to go get a Michael Penix, you're going to have to move up into the top ten to do it. It's easier to go from 14 to top 10 than if you were at the 20 pick, which is where Tampa Bay is right now, right. to get up there. At the same time, Mickey doesn't do this very often in his you know draft history, well, but he mentioned how deep this class is. If they want to move back a little bit, move back a couple picks, pick up an extra second, third round pick or something like that, and still get an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman that you really like in this class that you can see maybe falling to you know the 20 or so range, they might do that as well. I don't think they're going to stay at 14. That's just kind of this whole opening segment. My point was, is that, you know, three and a half months from now, we're going to be talking about the Saints trying to move up or move down. Well, uh, I, I want to move up. I just like the example of what occurred uh, when Andy Reid and the Chiefs, when they had Alex Smith, who was a solid quarterback, taking the Chiefs uh, to the postseason, and they got Pat Mahomes. I think Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis, they were ready to take Pat Mahomes. Yep. And then they moved up. And then one slot was that a, a 11 pick? Yeah. And, and then, then we had they the 12 pick, and then we ended up getting Lattimore. Mar- yeah, Marshall Lattimore. No, so it's like a win-win. Uh, but a quarterback is way a bigger win than a damn cornerback. Yeah. I, I, it's just the way it is because quarterback versus cornerback. So to me, now, Charlie, you and Mike might not agree with this, uh, but I'm looking at, um, I don't know, what have you done for me lately? I'm looking at the NCAA championship. Uh, Michael Penitz, uh he looked like um, like a poor man Tua. I mean, uh, okay, uh, maybe because he's left-handed and how he's spinning it. Look, that cat threw for over 13,000 yards. It was unbelievable, okay? All I know against Michigan, that guy is uh, wide open. Uh, he's a little high with the ball. Now, I know that w- when you look at the pass rush. Cause, cause they got they, after him. Because when you watch the film, Michigan got after uh, 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 Jalen. Well, the, the guy with Alabama. Uh, Milrow, yeah, Jalen uh, Milrow. Jalen Milrow, okay. They got after him. Uh, so, but Milrow was, was clueless in the pocket. No, he's game. not an NFL quarterback right now. So, so, uh, so uh, I guarantee you, but Pennings did look at the film. Mm-hmm. And I was looking. We only, uh, 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 he only got sacked one time. But how that clock in your head and how it works out, no, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a homer here. It, it, the oh, stats, I don't want the Saints to get Jane Daniels. I mean, that, that's where oh, I Oh, yeah, am. no, I, but, I mean, you're going to have to convince one of those top three teams. But to you him. think he's going to go top I, I three? I think so, Bobby. I think it's Damn. going to be one, two, three. I think that if Washington passes on him, which they they might not, they might take Drake May, you know, they might take Jaden Daniels. I think one one clearly a given, is going to be Caleb Williams. I, I think that given what we've heard from Ryan Pace, the, the Chicago Bears GM, about how they're going to be – discussing it and all the different opportunities that they can do with the 101 and Justin Fields. I think that's just them saying that Fields is gone in the offseason and that they're going to use that 101 on Caleb. And then 102 and 103, those are both quarterback needy teams. I know Sam Howell had a decent start to the season in Washington, but he's not the future there, Bobby. When you have a chance to take a Jaden Daniels or maybe even a Drake May at the 102, I think they do it. Same thing with, I mean, the the Patriots situation at quarterback Mac Jones and, I I mean, Bailey Zappi, are you – not taking Jaden Daniels over either one of those two guys? Well, uh, you know, Charlie, when you look at, like, uh, because that's a question we had Stink on, and uh, Mark Schlereth, and it's like, okay, Justin Fields. Uh, there's not 32 quarterbacks better than him. No, no, he's a starting quarterback. But then you look at, oh, what we're going to have to pay him in the future versus a rookie contract where you could pay a rookie. So, to me, for Chicago not – uh, to let go Justin Fields, I think from an economic standpoint, they're giving him a chance. So to me, Justin Fields, I don't know, he might go to Atlanta. He's from Georgia. Uh, maybe hooks up with the Falcons. 
But when I look at uh, the Bears, I don't know how you do not go after a quarterback. But if I just go, you know, what have you done for me lately? A prisoner of the moment. I mean, uh, is Caleb Williams better than Jane Daniels right now this past season? Mm, no, he was not. No, he was not. That's the reason Jaden Daniels won the Heisman. Uh, 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 right. So that's what I, I, I'm like. I mean, if I'm the Bears, oh, uh, oh, are we going with Caleb with Caleb Williams? I don't know. I don't think he's better than Jaden Daniels right now. the same with most prospects. So, like, they see Caleb. They're like, oh, his, his ceiling's like a, you know, Patrick Mahomes. They see Jaden. His ceiling's a Lamar Jackson. They see Drake May. His ceiling's a Justin Herbert, right? Like, the, the teams get enamored with what these players Without could doubt. be. And, and that's why they're going to use those top three picks yeah. on quarterbacks, in my opinion. All right, we're going to be coming back with Ali Cassell, the editor-in-chief of the Bird Rights, to talk about the Pelicans at the Warriors tonight. Stay tuned to WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back here on Sports Talk, I'm Charlie Long, guest hosting for Steve Geller alongside the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And joining us now on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line, Ali Cassell, the editor-in-chief of thebirdrights.com. Ali, how are you doing this evening? we got a great game tonight. The Pell is at the Warriors looking to get some revenge from an earlier season loss back in October in that first game. So how are you doing tonight, Ali? Hey, guys, I'm doing well. Hope you guys are as well. And look, yeah, it's a big game, right? It's nationally televised, ABC, and the last time, they're in, in, su- in such a position, right? They flopped against the Los Angeles Lakers and right. Las Vegas. So I hope that's in the back of their minds when they go out there tonight. Now, uh, Ali, you know what caught my attention? Because I always like uh, who's the best of the best. And probably, uh, probably didn't get enough credit uh, with the Trailblazers, uh, Damian Lillard. Um, but how about C.J. McCollum? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's averaging 20 points. He's shooting right at 61%. Uh, it's tr- true shooting of percentage. But I'm looking at, uh, like, what, 45 and a half, basically three-point land, uh, right at eight mm-hmm. attempts per game. He ranks third in the NBA. This will caught my attention. I want you to elaborate on this, Ollie. He ranks third in the NBA in three-pointers made per game. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big enough sample size. The only players ahead of him is Luka Doncic uh, with the Mavericks, and he's up for MVP candidate. And Steph Curry, who's the all-time leader in three-pointers made. So I'm like, if he's in that conversation, 
I mean, come on, C.J. McCollum has been outstanding for the Pelicans right now. Yeah, Bobby, that's great company, right? And, and you can go deeper. Yes, he's definitely shooting more threes, making more threes so far to start this year. So that's fantastic when you look at the rest of the starting lineup, right? That's their biggest hole, and he's supplying it. And But to my point, I, I think he should be an all-star. I think when you look at all his numbers, he's averaging, as you said, 20 points, but also four re- over four rebounds, four assists, over a steal a game. And then when you add the good shooting, right, it's not only just he's making threes, he's making them at a good clip, shooting a good field goal percentage. When you look at players that have put up his stat lines over the last 10 years, and I just did this a couple of days ago, I was very curious, almost all these guys that have these type of averages or better make the all-star game. There was only two. I want to say it was about two out of 28 that didn't make it. Okay. And that was because uh, they had multiple teammates make the all-star game. Right? So when you look at this Pelicans team, you don't really see you know, a shoo-in for an all-star game, right? Whether they get elected by fans, which doesn't look likely, right? The returns on the first all-star ballots didn't have any Pelicans in the top 10. So if anybody gets in, it's going to have to be through the coaching, um, through the coaches voting them in. And like I said, I think probably if you look at this team, CJ might be the one that's most deserving. So yeah, Bobby, to your point, he's doing a fantastic things on the court. And I think he's deserving of accolades off of it. I'm going to take a step back here, Ali, and look at what happened earlier this week because it feels like Sunday has been forever ago. But looking at what happened <laughs> against the Kings, you're, you're now 4-0 against them this season. Willie's talked about how they're just a good matchup uh, for the Pelicans, and hopefully we'll see that in the postseason, maybe a 4-5 or 3-6. I know last week I made my prediction that the Pelicans might get matched up with the Clippers eventually in the playoffs. But I, I saw a stat that you kind of posted about De'Aaron Fox, who we're talking about All-Stars, a shoe-in for the All-Star game. I think we'd both agree against the Pelicans mm-hmm. this season, Herb Jones has been absolutely outstanding defensively. And if you're looking at De'Aaron Fox as a premier all-star player in the NBA, he's got a 35.7 field goal percentage against the Pelicans this year, and Herb Jones has been locking him down. So if, you know, De'Aaron Fox, once again, if he's an all-star, Herb Jones has got to be an all-NBA defensive player, huh? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, I love that argument. And you're absolutely right. Look, Herb isn't the most outspoken guy. He's not flamboyant. He's not making sports center, you know, highlights because of his play, you know, usually you have to have a bigger certain edge to whether you're on a winning team or you're like Draymond Green, somebody that has antics, right? Herb's, Herb's never going to be that type of guy. So you want to have him earn then his possibly his way in the, the minds of most people out there, right? National Rise know who they are. Really good followers of the big game know who he is. But to be able to get earn those accolades, right, an all-defensive team, which he, he deserved probably last year, even maybe the year before, right? that if you can stop these guys that are all NBA caliber, not just all-star caliber, all NBA, yeah, that notoriety is good for Herb. And, yeah, it, it's something, Charlie. I, I feel like De'Aaron Fox, every time I watch him, he basically murders anybody he plays. But for the Pelicans, especially this year, he hasn't been able to do anything. And as you mentioned, this Sunday, he hit his first shot. But right? I think he hit a three in the first two minutes of the game. Didn't make anything else for the entirety of, of the rest of it. So, Big credit to Herb Jones. I love the way Willie Green just said, yeah, shout out to Herb, because he's right. You can talk about how it's, it's a team game, that multiple guys stop, rotate, all this, and give you a hand on slowing down a player. But let's be honest. Most of the 
emphasis for like when you limit a De'Aaron Fox, it's because of the best defender on the court, which is Herb. It's not even just his on-ball defense. And I'm, I'm going to move on from Herb in just a second here, Ali. I just want to give him his flowers. His off-ball defense is also outstanding. I, I just remember yeah. the Jazz game, I think it was late December, where Larry Markkinen was trying to get the ball late in the game. and It was when the Pelicans actually finally won a late clutch game, which they've struggled with all year long, and Herb was just not letting it happen. I mean, his he worked so hard on the defensive side of the ball. I just think he deserves his flowers as a first-team All-NBA defender this year in the NBA. But looking at the Pelicans schedule Ali last week we asked you about it you know what should the Pelicans expect from this really tough January slate 15 games and you said like eight and seven nine and six well they're off to a four and one start Ali and I know they still have games coming up that they're on this mm-hmm. five game road trip they got the Nuggets on the road the Mavericks back-to-back games it's super important and then later on in the month they have the Thunder the Bucks and the Celtics all really elite teams in the NBA but how greedy are we getting here with this four and one start in January Ali oh you have to love it I mean, look, you had the best win of the season up to that point, right, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, Best team in the West. You took care of business. I mean, you were actually dominating them. The final score doesn't really indicate just how well the Pelicans had played. And then, of course, you had that bad loss to the Clippers, but then you bounce right back, and you're leading the Kings, who are ahead of you in the standings, by 50 points at one point in that game. So the Pelicans are playing well. And, you know, you got to remark, too, they've been doing this now for a couple of months. Right, they've had a couple of bad losses you can point to. Right, the Clippers game and then the Lakers game. Other than that, they've been so competitive. Every other loss that they've had during that time period uh, since November 14th has been by six points or less. So imagine if they had gotten one of those wins against Memphis, maybe that one in Chicago. I mean, the Houston game. Right, suddenly you're looking at a team that I think a lot more people will be talking about. But if they can figure out the clo- how to close games, yeah, Charlie, I don't think it's not going to be for long before – you know, that they start getting some of the recognition because I do. I believe in the talent on this team. If they can just stay healthy, right? If you can keep Zion B.I. out there for 60, 65 games, and you've got such great role players like C.J., Herb, Trey, Larry Nance, how much he's meant, right? Jose doing his thing. It's just a really, really good team. Well, Ali, you just caught, uh, piqued my uh, attention or interest. Um, who's available and who's not? I'm going to talk about December and January, what the Pels are going to do. I don't know. You got a deep contusion. What is that? A freaking bruise? You got a bruise in your thigh? Yeah, for Zion. Uh, Zion, come on. Uh, because I remember, and again, uh, the Pelicans were outstanding last December. They're outstanding this December. Last January, we won three games. We all know Zion was not available. So I want you to comment. I don't know. You got a deep thigh bruise, whatever. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Uh, I'm not <laughs> well, he's gonna... back tonight, Bobby. Uh, He's playing tonight, Jose oh, yes. Alvarado. Oh, oh, on primetime television. Oh, 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 ABC, uh, I'm, I'm all excited exactly. about that. Uh, but, Ollie, when I look at, like, okay, the Warriors, and uh, the Pels have not had the Warriors number to no, say the least. Uh, now, <laughs> the second time this season, uh, they first met in October, uh, the Warriors won that game handily. Uh, but since mm-hmm. then, the Warriors are 17 and 19, and uh, they have not looked so good. Uh, now, the Pels are 22 and 15. It seems like they found their stride. Now, uh, the Pels have won, what, six straight road games mm-hmm. and a 10-7 road record after beating uh, Sacramento, we talked about on Sunday. So I'm going to tell you what, if we can't take care of the Warriors tonight, I- I'd be disappointing. Now, I, I don't get look, Draymond Green, and when he's eventually going to come back for the Warriors. Uh, but right now, I would say, yeah, we're not struggling, and the Warriors are struggling. So I, I think it didn't matter what happened uh, back when they first met in October. 
where mm-hmm. we at right now, I think the hell yeah, the Pelicans should win. They went on a five game winning streak, and ever since right. then, it's, it's just been bad basketball yeah. for the Warriors. Yeah, guys, they have to get tonight. I mean, this is a game that I think I hope that every player in that locker room understands. They're very beatable, right? That's not the same Warriors team that when they're at full strength have given us problems, right? No Draymond Green tonight. Klay Thompson right. isn't playing as well he has right in the past. Andrew Andrew Wiggins falling off a cliff. Kevon Looney's not giving them anything. You look up and down their lineup, and suddenly they're really devoid of talent that they can count on. And I think that's the biggest reason why they've slipped off a cliff. So, yeah, the Pelicans, they've got to take advantage. I mean, even Steph's begin to have some bad games. I think in the last three or four weeks, he's had two games where he hasn't hit a three. Right, he's barely made what two or three field goals. So I think suddenly he's not having fun. So you can't let this team feel like they're in it early, right? Smack them down, and and look without Draymond Green and now Chris Paul who fractured his hand, I think it's very right. hard for Steph Curry to find his offense because he's a guy that likes to run around without the ball in his hand. Same thing with Clay Thompson, but now they don't have that passer in the game. So the Pelicans absolutely, like I said, they've got to get tonight. Tonight's a win they absolutely have to get. Ali, before we get to kind of, you know, the homestand, I guess you could say, coming up where the schedule softens up a little bit in January where you're hosting the Hornets, the Suns, and the Jazz, I want to get your thoughts on the rest of this road trip and just your general preview on teams like the Nuggets. I mean, that's a team that hasn't gone away. Like we've talked about, the Warriors have kind of fallen off a little bit. Right. The Nuggets are still right there in the conversation to eventually get the West one seed. Uh, they've been outstanding, and you're traveling to Denver in that matchup on Friday. So I want to get your thoughts on that matchup to start with. Yeah, so Denver's playing much better now. They went through a little bit of lull. Got off to a great start this year. They were at the top of the standings, right? Then they went through some guys missing some time, and, and they just their play right fell off a little bit. But now I, I feel like they're, they, they're gaining steam. They're, they're heading back up in the standings, and so that's going to be a real tough one. But, look, Pelicans often play Denver tough. You know, in the past few years, even they've had a few wins, right, but they could have even had a few more. Right. right? There's been a couple that have come down the last possession where – I remember Brandon Ingram had a chance to win in Denver a couple of years ago. Missed a shot, went to overtime, they lost last year. Billy Hernan Gomez catches an inbound pass. If he makes a layup, they beat the, the, the Nuggets there. So they can play with this team, but it's going to take a really good effort. And you want to see them get one of those two, right? It's going to be a back-to-back Friday in Denver, Saturday in Dallas. And that's going to be a real tough one on that second night, right? All of a sudden, you're – flying and you've got to come in and it's an earlier game on Dallas. The the Friday game got moved back because that's going to be an ESPN game. So it's really hard to see them winning maybe in Dallas, like I said, because you're going to have such a quick turnaround. So you want to see if they can get the one in Denver. But if not, you're going to get to stay in Dallas for a couple more days and then you'll have a chance to beat the Mavericks again. And that worked earlier in the year, right? They played Dallas twice in New Orleans, beat them the second time. So you want to see them honestly over these next four games at least win two of them, right? You win two, you feel pretty good because this is a tough, right? Tough Western Conference, no matter how any team's playing, like the Golden State Warriors. So if you can do at least 500 or better against the West on the road, that's good stuff. Now, Ollie, before we let you run, um, I don't know, I'll look at the big three. What I mean by that, I'm talking about McCollum, uh, uh, Zion, and uh, B.I., Brandon Ingram. I mean, I, but this caught my attention. Uh, since December the 28th, you look at the big three, it's almost like uh, the same scoring number. If that would mm-hmm. continue, I don't know how we cannot win. Okay, McCollum's averaging 21 points a game at 48.5 field goal percentage, uh, six and a half assists. I'm looking at Zion, 21 points, exactly the same number of points, 68%, basically right on the six and a half assists. Then I look at BI, 20.8, so that's 21. 
21, mm-hmm. 21, 21. And he's shooting 55.5% field goal, 6.5 assists. That is unbelievable, that balance. The shot distribution, too, uh, Bobby. They uh, all take, like, around the same amount of shots per game. Yeah, I, 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 right there. I said, like, this is unbelievable. You know, like the sample size, Ollie? Uh, the big three, uh, C.J. McCollum and Zion Ingram, if they all stay healthy and that continues, I don't know how they cannot win. Yeah, look, I mean, it's great to have a star like a Luka Doncic, right, where you can ride him. But either he gets tired, misses some games, or just goes through a slump, suddenly you're hurting. So when you've got, you know, where you can spread the wealth amongst three players, yeah, th- that's fantastic, right? And it feels like Zion's getting in better shape. D.J. after missing some time, right, due to his injury, Looks like he's rounded back into that rhythm we saw to start the year, and he's just on lighting the world on fire from three. And then B.I., you know, he started the year without um, maybe not having, right, playing with enough force, right, having too many turnovers. You were wondering about the focus, especially defensively. Now he's become a two-way player that's honestly looked like a point guard at times, like right. he did in Sacramento. So you got these guys playing at their best or, or close to it it becomes an unbeatable team because it's a great mix with having the best defensive team, right? Willie wants us to be a defense first team and they've been the best defense for the last two months uh, combined. So you, t- you give three 20 point scores that, that, that makes it a formidable team, right? That, that feels like top four material in the West to me, honestly. Well, they're really close to it, Ollie. They're currently at the six yeah. seed, but I mean, the, the team in front of them, the Kings, they've owned all season long. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be sooner rather than later before they jump them. Ollie, thanks so much for joining us this evening. We really appreciate it. And let's see the Pels get a W in, uh, in Golden State. All right. Thanks, Ollie. Absolutely, guys. Come on. Look, we've had so many losses over last, you know, <laughs> we owe them one, Ollie. <laughs> tough to stomach. It'd be nice. You're absolutely right. All right. Thank you, Ollie. All right, we'll be coming right back, kind of talking a little bit more about the uh, all-pro team voted by the NFL Players Association. Bobby, I want to get your thoughts on some of this, and we also have some Saints audio that we want to get to as well, so stay tuned to WWL. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Cullen, you got it queued up. We didn't get to it last night, Bobby. We listened to, obviously, Cam Jordan and Kendra Miller. We also had some other player audio I wanted to get to, and we're going to hear from uh, this wide receiver, second-year wide receiver Chris Olave here. How do you look at this season? Uh, I feel like we had way we had a real talented roster, man. Uh, but I feel like we kind of didn't reach our goals. We had big goals in the beginning of the year, but uh, we didn't we didn't get to them. So we just got to get better in off season. What do you feel like is the biggest thing missing as far as like trying to get over the offseason? Um, not tell you, man. I mean. We just, uh, like I said, we're just underachieving, man. Uh, we had real big goals. We're dedicated and uh, locked in during training camps to be one of the best teams in the league. And uh, we, we lost a couple games, a few games real close. Uh, but we just got to, like I said, get better in the offseason, come back next year. The offense seemed to gather a rhythm over the last five weeks. How much of that can you take into the offseason and, and kind of use to build towards that year? We feel good with the with the people we got, with the weapons we got. You know, we just kept getting better and better as the season went, uh, even with the young players, AT, 
Uh, Jawan was really good, aka she. Uh, Derek was doing was doing the bar. Real. O-line was playing real good, so uh, it, it carries a lot of momentum going into next year. Because how tough is it for you? I mean, just to win it. Last million dollars. I mean, how tough is it for you? Yeah, it's been tough, man. I mean, it's losing so many games and coming from Ohio State. Uh, losing one game a year or two games a year. I mean, it's a standard. It's a it's a, a culture, a winning culture uh, that we got developed here. Uh, I feel like they had it uh, a few seasons ago, but uh, just got to develop that this offseason. What do you think is going to take to develop that? You know, is it going to take a change among team or personnel? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, just uh, with the people we got, with the people we know that's going to be here, uh, just work as hard as we can in the off season, uh, spend more time together, uh, just have that mindset and that competitive edge to be able to come in here and training camp and dominate. Chris, have you watched your catch from yesterday? Uh, I seen it. Yeah, I seen it. What you got Man, I was trying to get the ball. It was, it was a tie game. Uh, they beat us last time, so I had to make a play. Somebody had to make a play, so I wanted to be the first one to spark that off and then uh, kept going back to back after that. Where's that catch right at? Uh, top up, so the trio you guys and I saw AT Perry has developed um, throughout the season. What, what's what's the ceiling for you guys? It seems like you guys developed. Man, AT got he got so much untapped potential. Uh, you could tell with his confidence, he's got a lot better. Uh, he's playing real loose uh, out on the field now. He got uh, more releases, uh, just little things that, that allowed him to develop that confidence. But it came with reps too, so. Uh, I mean, we got three young guys at receiver, and we got Jawan at tight end. Uh, but I feel like we could be a, a dangerous, uh, a dangerous offense going forward. You expect Mike to be back next year? Uh, yeah, I, f- I feel like Mike is, is was uh, one of our our best players on offense when he was playing. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I, I definitely want him back here. I was pretty bullish on Olave entering the season, Bobby. I, I kind of looked at his rookie year numbers. I mean, he broke a thousand yards. I mean, granted, in 15 games played out of the 17 game season, uh, he missed a couple of games with a concussion, and then four touchdowns on 72 receptions. I kind of expected him to make that next step as far as receptions, and he did. He had 87 this year, which is a nice, you know, step forward. Uh, but the yards per catch went down. Uh, in his rookie season, he well, averaged 14 and a half yards per catch. And then what this he past year, like around 13, it was just under 13. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. 12.9, which ended up getting uh, him to that, that 1,100 yards. So. Uh, he, he'll do the same thing next year. Yeah. Uh, Chris Olave, you could count on him to be productive. Charlie, I think he'll be like 85 to 90 uh, receptions. You have, okay, so uh, right over 1,000 yards. So we have what, 1,123 yards. Last year he had, uh, well, I don't know. So this year he had five touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, I, I think <clears throat> that he's very Brandon Cooks like. Now, look at Brandon Cooks. He's played for a number of different teams and a thousand yard receiver. Look, he's contributing for Dallas right now, but look at all the different teams he's played for. I think that Chris Olave is an outstanding, very, two, uh, a very good number two receiver. Uh, but not that number one guy. Now, the catch that he made against Atlanta in the end zone, you talk about a contested catch. Oh, yeah. That, that was outstanding. But you got to do that like five or six times uh, a, a year. People might say, like, Bobby, uh, but what do you know about, like, um, like the best of the best receivers? You got to remember <laughs> that I played with Mark Super Duper, who set records with Dan Marino. I played with the great Anthony Carter who at University of Michigan, the greatest player that they have, wears number one. 
and I played with Eric Martin, who was as tough. Uh, he was like a, a, a tougher version of Michael Thomas. Eric Martin would never tell me, uh, Bobby, don't throw that ball across the middle because you set me up to get hurt. He goes, no, throw that damn ball across the middle. I'm going to run over that DB. Alave's not that and, guy. And, 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 no, he's not and, big enough. No, he's not big enough. And then I played with Andre Risen, Bad Moon Risen. So people say, like, Bobby, what do you know? What are you freaking talking yeah. about? I know. No, Chris Olave is definitely part of any NFL receiving core. I just don't know if he's the number one. Well, he's we'll an out, he, I, I'm telling I hope you. he takes another step forward, but I mean, those numbers didn't change that much Charlie, from year one to two. I, I, I'm so. telling you, I think he's like maybe the same or a better version of Brandon Cook. We'll find out. Finishing up on Sports Talk here on the Big 870 WWL. Finishing up here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Bobby, I wanted to bring up this stat. The biggest news of the day, obviously, Nick Saban retiring via ESPN's Adam Schefter. Stat of the day, under Nick Saban, Alabama had more players drafted in the first round, 44 then it had losses 29. No, uh, it, it's unbelievable. Uh, that That's why players wanted to go to Alabama. Uh, they want to play at the next level, and they want to get promoted in first-round picks and all. No, no that, that speaks volumes right there. You can hate him all you want, but he's the greatest of all time, undoubtedly. No, no, no he, he is. And now, listen, the LSU fans should not hate Nick Saban because he kind of 21st century brought a championship here. And laid the foundation. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I don't hate Saban. Now, I was like, when he left, it was like, uh, ding dong, the witch is dead. Uh, good. Because maybe we'll have a chance to beat Alabama more consistently. It's the end of an era for Alabama yeah. football. Bobby I ended for that. us tonight. All right. Bonne nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that go, Saints? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.